आई वी एम Hello everyone, welcome to Tech Careers in the New, the new podcast series presented by Accenture. I'm your host Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay. In this podcast series, we'll get you the latest and greatest in the world of technology that's shaping the future of business as we know it. We're talking intelligent platforms, cloud, AI, blockchain, extended reality and a whole lot more. Every fortnight on Wednesdays, we'll have for you a hot topic with expert speakers from Accenture. talking about top trends in the space how these are changing the world and creating growth across industries and more importantly we'll tell you how you can learn more build your skills and expertise to grow and stay relevant in your career all right today we're here to discuss about oracle again oracle is a software platform uh, was database as we know it right and i think it's something very interesting that such a big company over the years has become such an integral part of uh, so many systems and so many products in fact worldwide and the discussion we're going to have is how over time it's evolved from its many things from just being a basic database to you know becoming a, like a super serious player in uh, in the entire space and of course how companies like oracle and uh, you know the platform itself has uh, you know led to the development of so many solutions on top of it so let's find out more about oracle itself the software the database the middleware applications and the enterprise business and of course all the platforms that it provides all this from our expert on oracle sudarshan rungta managing director oracle capability at accenture welcome to the show sudarshan and uh, Thank you for doing this with us. Of course, we are here to talk about Oracle as a business and a practice, and of course, the product that it is uh, known as worldwide. Uh, before we get into that, of course, can you tell us a little about your role in particular and how you came to be uh, the Oracle professional that you are? Sure. So, first of all, uh, Shiladitya, thanks for inviting me here. It's a pleasure to be uh, here, joining you, talking about Oracle. I'm very passionate about it, and. Uh, my current role is i lead the oracle capability across uh, accenture's global uh, network of advanced technology centers so really uh, passionate and really uh, work with all of our oracle professionals and oracle practitioners across our atcs that's what we call them okay and yeah. how when you say you started your career also in uh, in the same product in the in the company itself yes it's uh, it goes back uh, more than 16 17 years now uh, i worked with oracle i worked at oracle for uh, about 14 years <laughs> and so i was very closely involved almost at you know almost at a zero point range looking at all the new innovations that oracle was bringing to the market oracle practitioners oracle professionals know that oracle has changed dramatically as a company over the last few years it has transformed itself to be a cloud company and and i was actually uh, very close uh, closely involved and in part of that transformation mm-hmm. at oracle as we went from being a large on premises applications and database company into being a almost a full suite cloud provider that oracle is today yeah in fact that's the when i look back at uh, how i always knew oracle as the database company as of course uh, they were the pioneers in a space of uh, you know the backbone of all sorts of applications which were being developed by customers worldwide uh what's in your since you've had such a ringside view to uh, all of this uh, how has that transformation actually happened what's been the evolution uh, what's been the history of 
this change that you've seen uh, to where Oracle is today? Sure. So see, Oracle has gone through uh, multiple different uh, waves of transformation. In fact, if I, I would say, I would call out three. As you rightly said, Oracle started as being a database company. Uh, it still makes a majority of its revenue or a bulk of its revenue from databases. So that is a, a core strength. That is what it started. I think the first transformation happened when Oracle decided somewhere around, uh, I would say, 2003, 2004-ish kind of a time frame to become a serious player in the applications uh, space. And that was followed by a whole set of acquisitions like PeopleSoft, Siebel, Hyperion, etc. And pretty much in a space of about five to seven years, Oracle became a very predominant applications provider. Of course, database continued, etc. And then the second thing Oracle did after that, uh, what I would call as a wave two of Oracle's transformation, was it added on to its database and applications portfolio by adding a very big middleware layer with the acquisition of BEA and an acquisition that surprised and probably shocked many in the IT world was the acquisition of Sun Microsystems with which Oracle got into the hardware space as well. Now, when you put the wave one and wave two together, you realize that all of a sudden Oracle had gone from being a database company to a complete full stack company, something, a company, a solution provider that provides you solutions right from a hardware stack all the way up to the applications right. layer. So that was a wave two of Oracle's uh, transformation. And as hap- as it happens in technology industry, you know, you, you always have to continuously move. And that's where the third wave of Oracle's transformation happened, where all of these solutions that Oracle had acquired were on-premise solutions. And the market obviously was moving towards the cloud. Right. And so Oracle reinvented itself once again and put out a complete cloud stack across all the three layers of the cloud. So EAS, as in infrastructure as a service, PaaS, as in platform as a service, and SaaS, as in software as a service. So when you put the third wave now, Oracle is probably the only enterprise technology company which has all the three layers of the cloud that it can offer to its customers. So it's a massive transformation. That's true. And that's really uh, given them a position of unique strength, which uh, as across all these uh, specific, I would say, kind of services, cloud services, which you offer today. How has uh, now, of course, your role in Accenture and Accenture as a partner to Oracle, uh, I'm guessing one of the largest, uh, if not the largest, uh, what is the exact kind of role uh, that a partner like Accenture plays? Great question. So uh, first of all, you you mentioned, uh, and let me just uh, clarify, Accenture is the largest partner for Oracle. And and it is not today. We have been the largest partner for Oracle for uh, more than 12 years in a row now. So we have a very deep and a very strong relationship, as well as I would I would wager we have the largest book of business in the Oracle space among any SI partner that you would talk about in the world today. So we really position and and you can look at all the analyst reports, whether it is Forrester or Gartner or whatever, we are always positioned among the leaders or the, the, the top of the quadrant. So we have a unique and a very differentiated position mm-hmm. among all the Oracle partners and, and Oracle recognizes it and the market uh, recognizes it. Now, let me come to the, the question that you said, what is the role that the partner plays? Uh, see, as a product provider, Oracle brings in some great products to the market, but these are prepackaged products. 
and when you look at the clients on the other hand and and you know already that clients are going through massive digital transformation mm -hmm. their world is being completely turned upside down and they have a huge pressure and a challenge to transform themselves completely now somebody has to bridge that gap between a great set of products on one hand and a business outcome on the other hand which is about a business transformation a technology transformation and and this is the role that accenture plays mm -hmm. we really take the best solutions from different product providers and in this case oracle and we apply uh, three things to deliver that business outcome that i talked about for the clients so first of all we bring in our deep industry experience and knowledge about it so we know exactly that if you are a life sciences company what is it that drives value for your business and therefore we are able to focus on those areas that give you the business value mm -hmm. so that is the industry knowledge the second thing that we bring together is intelligence which means that we are able to take in the best solutions from oracle and add on to it complement it augment it with all the new and the latest technologies digital technologies whether they are artificial intelligence blockchain security or whatever else is the leading technology we are able to complement and augment it to deliver a much higher value to the client so the second thing is intelligence and the third thing is innovation now innovation is a fundamental part of accenture's dna right. so what we do is we just don't look at a client's problem and say yep we solved it last time and we can do it this time we start putting our brains to work and say well how can we do it differently how can we do it better and our teams and our people come up with massive super exciting ideas to do it in an even better way and that is all the innovation about so when you combine innovation intelligence and of course our industry uh, expertise together that's how we are able to bridge the gap from what a client is looking for and what oracle provides wow just to reference this uh, and extend on this a bit in your in your past experience now can you tell us about some real world examples maybe where uh you've actually seen the implementation of oracle uh, by accenture and of course where it's led to so much more business value for your customers oh absolutely you know there there are so many different customers we work with let me just talk about some of the the latest ones that are uh, top of mind so we are actually working with a large hospitality chain today to completely transform their employee experience now if you think about a, a chain and i'm sure many of our listeners would have stayed in one of their hotels uh, whenever you travel on work or you travel for leisure you would have stayed in one of their hotels and when you look at the employee workforce of this hotel or i'm saying hotel it's a big hospitality chain not just hotels now we are working with them to completely transform the employee experience how can we actually enable the employee to not have to go to a computer sit down and crank out or forget about doing a form paper based or something we're enabling everything through a mobile device so you could apply for a leave you could actually change your shift you could actually get your training records you can actually watch a training video while you have a 10 minute downtime between two different tasks etc so that is fundamentally changing how the employees of this hospitality chain are gonna feel when they walk into work tomorrow morning mm -hmm. and this is all being done by accenture of course in collaboration and leveraging on the the oracle products and solutions this is just one example right so and across industries do you see 
the fact that, of course, it's no longer just, like you said before, it's no longer just the database. It's an entire ecosystem of services built on top of that. In the real world, when a partner like yours, uh, yourself goes in, solves problems, what are the kind of cross-functional uh, skill sets that you actually need to go in and do an implementation of this of this category? Sure. So, uh, look, in, in today's uh, digital world, we need to blend together a variety of different skill sets. So it's not, at Accenture, we believe that this is always a team sport. And and we, it, it truly is the fact that we have to bring in the best team with different skill sets together. So let me touch upon four or five of the, the areas that we have, we pull in together to do that. Mm-hmm. This is by no means exhaustive. So I just mm-hmm. want to put that sure. disclaimer first. So to begin with, you definitely need a person who has the relevant industry and the domain knowledge to be able to bring up, you know, that particular understand the client's problems and be able to articulate a business solution to that. Mm-hmm. We complement that with a whole set of functional experts on the Oracle product side who can then translate it further down. Mm-hmm. Then you need technology experts to be able to really configure, develop, and implement the solutions over there. And when I say technology experts, again, I'm clubbing it under one bracket, but there is a huge set of different deep niche skills and capabilities that are involved in there. So that itself is a is right. a huge part of it. Right. And finally, we also have a whole set of change management experts that work together to ensure that this is really a business transformation that the client achieves on the other side. I forgot to mention very uniquely to Accenture, we also bring in times our design expertise to it. We have a uh, a design a firm that we acquired called Fjord earlier. And many times they're involved because fundamentally we are designing a new employee experience, a new client experience, a new consumer experience. So these are all the variety of domains that kind of come together to, to deliver this value to the client. Would you say that uh, of the product itself, of course, is a multifaceted product and there are various ways of implementing it, but a lot of your skills are involved in actually solutioning this and envisioning a solution for uh, your end customers. How does Oracle stand out as a, you know, as along with its so many ca- different capabilities? How do you see it in all your years of experience that it is evolved as a, as a front runner in being able to easily uh, solve for a lot of the situations your clients need? So look, uh, let me take an uh, analogy and, and hope that'll uh, make it a bit easier. Let's say if you want to build a house, Oracle is a provider that can give you most of the things that you need to build the house. It can give you the bricks, it can give you the cement, it will give you the steel girders, etc. You have pretty much everything that an Oracle uh, Oracle can provide you in terms of products to build the house. And, and Oracle is unique in the sense that it is probably the company which can provide the most, if not all of the components that you need to build mm-hmm. that house. Mm-hmm. Now, that is great. But you need to understand which products to pick, how to complement them, and fundamentally how to design that house, which is going to be unique to each client, right? So that is what Accenture does in terms of picking those best solutions, best products, best components, and then applying them in the right fashion so that the client gets the house, which is what he or she wanted, not a stock standard one that kind of came out of a brochure or whatever, right? So if if I take that analogy, hopefully that clarifies. Now, where we see Oracle stand out, and there are multiple different dimensions to it because different client situations are different. But generally, if I have to highlight a couple of things, 
Oracle stands out where you have a, of course, it's an enterprise system. So where you're looking at enterprise grade systems to be uh, deployed into a client situation. Mm-hmm. Oracle absolutely stands out with it. Secondly, Oracle stands out where there is a, what we call as a multi-pillar kind of a thing. So if you are a client who wants to look at your HR processes and ERP processes and maybe complement it with some supply chain work and you want all of it together mm-hmm. under generally one system or a broader thing, Oracle is, as I mentioned, the breadth of the Oracle products are very well suited to it. And then third, I think, again, where Oracle stands out is the deep platform part of Oracle. You mentioned database, but that is just one component. You have a database, you have an integration layer, you have an API management things. And of course, it goes all the way down into the hardware stack as well. So Oracle can provide you the technical solution which again, it differentiates on from its competitors on multiple dimensions. So these are the things that I would say generally stand out in favor of Oracle. And going forward now, of course, as a practice, there are always going to be different business needs and different uh, value propositions which you uh, have with your clients. But going forward, how is the product uh, or the ecosystem around Oracle itself, do you see it evolving? You mentioned earlier things like AI, blockchain, and so many other uh, unique, uh, you know, solutions which are coming into the market within the Oracle ecosystem. How do you see that evolving and how uh, how do you see the ecosystem around Oracle and its other partner products maybe uh, also? Could you tell us a little bit about sure. that? So Oracle itself is evolving further. It's not stopped after the wave three that I talked about. Right. What Oracle is doing now is building in the newer technologies like blockchain IoT and artificial intelligence into each of its products. Mm-hmm. So that is how Oracle is evolving to stay or or get into the next level of sophistication and, and capabilities to its clients. Mm-hmm. Where I see a big value and, and the role that Accenture plays is again to be able to take some of the innovations that Oracle is doing, but fundamentally bring in our concepts of intelligence, innovation, and industry expertise to be able to translate that to the clients. Right. And now, even in the future, when you have, uh, you know, you're tra- obviously it, Oracle itself employs a very large workforce worldwide. You as Accenture, as a partner, uh, has a lot of people in this uh, specific practice. What's, what's your recommendation for the kind of uh, skill sets and roles particularly, uh, which you see as the most up and coming and most demanding? Like what's the future of work in the Oracle ecosystem, uh, whether in a partner like uh, partner organization or directly otherwise? So let me talk about what we see from, from an Accenture perspective of uh, where we see demand. First of all, uh, you know, our Oracle business is uh, thriving. We are actually growing uh, triple digits in many parts of the Oracle business. So this is really exciting time and we are really looking for the talented Oracle professionals right. uh, to come work with us. And, and that creates a lot of opportunities within our uh, team, current team of Oracle professionals, as well as, you know, any Oracle professional outside. Now, you ask me about the roles, etc. Quite honestly, I could go on and on because right. we have so many different roles that are kind of going on. But let me highlight a, a few things that are becoming very important. I think if you're an Oracle professional, you absolutely have to become conversant and really expert in Oracle's cloud solutions. If you take a longer term view, even a midterm view of career growth, I think the biggest amount of career growth is going to happen where, for example, people soft professionals 
have actually become skilled on HCM cloud mm -hmm. or an e-business suite professionals have become skilled in ERP cloud or supply chain cloud from Oracle, etc. So to me, the cloud certifications, the cloud expertise is an absolute critical requirement for Oracle professionals to be able to grow in, mm -hmm. in their careers. And that opens them a variety of doors, whether they are in the functional side, technical side, integration, testing, all of these things just opens up after that. And a lot of this is, of course, we mentioned the word cross-skilling, where if you're already conversant with a lot of the uh, base technology platforms in the ecosystem, then you can easily upskill yourself to uh, adapt Absolutely. to these newer ones. And that's why I said, if you are a PeopleSoft HR professional, right. it is not a different word. It's a, it's an extension of all the things that you learned over the last 15 years, right. of course, with a different mindset. Right. But for you to go on to cloud at same is really an upskilling. And, and by the way, this is very important because a lot of the customers are going from a PeopleSoft or an EBS okay. HR into the Oracle's cloud HCM as an example. Okay. So there's a massive amount of migration. Absolutely. Work. Yeah. And that's a huge strength that Oracle professionals bring is, uh, where they can say, look, I have worked on the PeopleSoft system. I understand how that works and I am an expert on cloud now and I know exactly how that works. Right. So your recommendation to folks who are obviously looking at uh, career paths, either who are existing, uh, you mentioned for existing professionals, yes, but what about people from other disciplines or other uh, backgrounds? What's the recommendation for them to get into the Oracle ecosystem and why is this the right time, do you think? So first of all, uh, I want to encourage a lot of functional professionals to actually look at Oracle very seriously because it opens up a huge number of career paths for them. So if, for example, you're a chartered accountant or if you worked in a finance department of a company or you worked as a procurement manager in a company, take a look at Oracle. If you worked on an Oracle system, this opens up tremendous opportunities to become a functional Oracle expert for you. So for new professionals who want to get into the Oracle stream, I think this is a great opportunity because you bring your real world functional and domain expertise into it. And with cloud, that is becoming even more important than, than before. So that is one. The second part is for the technical professionals who have gone through the standard software career route and who have not been exposed to Oracle so far. I think this is a great way for you to really accelerate your careers. Because look, our opinion is that the market on the Oracle transformations we are already seeing a very rapid growth and we believe that it is going to explode over the next few years. So we are preparing ourselves. We are already seeing all of that and that translates into huge career growth for, mm -hmm. for people. So if you are a, a software developer or a software person who have not worked on Oracle, take those courses, get yourself certified on one of the Oracle technologies and come talk to us. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Sudarshan. This was really enlightening. I think uh, we... Uh, should have some really inspired folks uh, to look into this uh, ecosystem and want to be a part of it uh, if they aren't already. And uh, thank you so much for sharing all of these insights uh, with us. Thank you, Shaladete. I've been an Oracle professional for 16 plus years and I can tell you there's never been a better time to be an Oracle professional. It's just so exciting times right now with so much opportunity. So look forward to, to catching up and look forward to all our young Oracle professionals and I can only hope that, uh, you know, they grow very fast in their tracks. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Sudarshan. This was amazing to hear about all the things that, of course, Accenture is doing and all the things uh, one can do on the Oracle platform. And I think it was really informative to understand all the projects and the kind of things uh, uh, worldwide that have been built on top of Oracle itself. This was great to hear about, uh, you know, of course, a lot more career opportunities and skills you can develop in this space as well. To all of you who are listening in, if you're excited about what we discussed here today and if you're interested in exploring careers with Accenture, check out the open positions at careers.accenture.com. On the next episode, we're talking intelligent automation. But until then, I'm your host, Shiladitya, on Tech Careers in the New, the podcast series presented by Accenture. Advertising is dead. Yep, you heard me right. Advertising is dead. We're all in the content business now. Let's not call it news, TV, radio, etc, etc. It's all content and we're in the middle of this weirdly exciting phase where all the borders and lines that have been drawn over decades has been swept away by this lovely thing called the internet. We're a show where we don't dwell on just the stuff that is now, but rather the wider stuff about advertising, media, content and the whole goddamn circus surrounding it. Tune in every Tuesday for our weekly unboxing of the mystery box we used to call advertising. I'm Varun Dugirala, co-founder and content chief at The Glitch, and this is my new podcast, Advertising is Dead. Did you know that Parsis in Mumbai, instead of being left at the Tower of Silence after they die, are now cremated? And why? Because a cow fell sick in the early 1990s. Did you know that the smog in Delhi is caused by something that farmers in Punjab do and that there's no way to stop them? Did you know that there wasn't one gas tragedy in Bhopal, but three? One of them was seen, but two were unseen. Did you know that many well-intentioned government policies hurt the people they're supposed to help? Why was demonetization a bad idea? How should GST have been implemented? Why are all our politicians so corrupt when not all of them are bad people? I'm Amit Varma, and in my weekly podcast, The Seen and the Unseen, I take a shot at answering all these questions and many more. I aim to go beyond the scene and show you the unseen effects of public policy and private action. I speak to experts on economics, political philosophy, cognitive neuroscience and constitutional law so that the insights can blow not only my mind, but also yours. The Seen and the Unseen releases every Monday. So do check out the archives and follow the show at seenunseen.in. You can also subscribe to The Seen and the Unseen on whatever podcast app you happen to prefer.